Welcome to Little Seeds of Faith, a podcast where children help read a treasured Bible story, and we get a chance to explore and talk about the lessons we learn. Hi, my name is Joni, and I love reading. My most treasured book to read is the Bible. The Bible has great adventures, love stories, stories of hope and truth, and most importantly, stories of faith. Welcome to Little Seeds of Faith. Can you tell me your name and where you're from? My name is Dante Furstenberg, and I'm from Cape Town, South Africa, and I'm eight years old. I am so excited to have you here today and to meet you. I've never met you. Can you tell me things that make you interesting, that you love to do? Oh, three interesting facts about me. Yeah. I love nature, and I love swimming, and I want to be a teacher when I grow up. Where do you like to go swimming? In my swimming pool just outside my garden. And what kind of teacher do you want to be when you grow up? I'm interested in um, that. A Montessori teacher. A Montessori teacher. In a Montessori school? Um, at the moment, a half Montessori school. None of the teachers are Montessori trained except my mom. Okay. So you'd like to do what your mom does and teach at a Montessori school? I love that. So we are here to read from the Bible, um, and we are going to read one of my most treasured stories. I don't think you knew that. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, but it is, and so I'm so excited to read it. And can you tell me what story we're reading today? Saul on his way to Damascus. Yes. And do you know where in the Bible it's found? Um, in Acts, I finished the whole thing of Acts last night. You read the whole book of Acts. Yeah. What did you, did you have a favorite story in the book of Acts? Um, yes. I enjoy Solomon's Way to Damascus, but my favorite part of Acts is actually, um, David, um, Saul in trial. When he goes to trial, yes, and he has a he has to debate and stand up for his faith, right? Yes, and the reason I like it so much is because it leaves you with a mystery at the end, because the writing was damaged when they found it. So, how do you think it ends? What would be what's your mystery? We know that he did it. um, Get appeal to Caesar, and then he did get to Caesar. But no one knows who he died, how he died. I think Caesar was trying to get friends with the Jews so much that he just handed Saul over to them. Yeah, that's a, that's a possibility, that's for sure. So, we are reading from um, the story of Saul. And does Saul have a different name ever? Uh, Does his name get changed to um, something it rhymes with? I don't know. Saul to Paul. Yes, Saul to Paul. Saul Saul. to Paul, right. But this is when he is... Oh, he changed the S to P. Yeah, that's it. Simple enough, right? Yeah. (laughs) S to P. Uh, But this is when he's still Saul or an ax. And when I read, I do like to know what's going on. So that helps us to understand what's happening um, with what we are reading. So what's happening, what happened just before we get to this in Acts 9? Um, do you know? Um, he's trying to get rid of all the Jews, so then he went to Damascus to get rid of them there. 
That's right. So he is on a campaign to get rid of all, not all the Jews, but the Jews that believe in Jesus. And where's Jesus at this time? In heaven. He's in heaven, right? He's already been crucified and died. Uh, he was raised, and then he has um, left the disciples to do his work here on earth while he is up in heaven with his father. Um, and so we have this time where all the disciples are by themselves without Jesus, and they are supposed to be going out and preaching the good news, right? And mm -hmm. we have Saul who doesn't think that it's okay for these Jews to be preaching Jesus, right? He doesn't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So this is where we are. So shall we begin reading? Now Saul was still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. He went to the high priest and requested letters from him to the synagogue in Damascus, so that if he found any man or woman who belonged to the way, he might bring them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he traveled and was nearing Damascus, a light from heaven suddenly flashed around him. Falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul said. I'm Jesus, the one you are persecuting, he replied. But get up and go to the city and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the sound, but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they took him by the hand and led him to Damascus. He was unable to see for three days, and he did not eat or drink. We're going to stop right here and just talk about what happened, okay? I think it's a good place to stop. So we have Saul, who is going to Damascus. And what's his plan when he gets there? His plan is to take every woman or man or child who is believing in Jesus back to Jerusalem so that they may put in prison or even be killed. Pretty scary time, isn't it? Mm. To think that if you believe in Jesus, the people might come and put you in jail. Or kill. Or kill, that's right. And so Saul is one of these people. He wants to go and he doesn't think that it's right for them to be believing in Jesus. And so he's going to Damascus. What happens to him on his way to Damascus? Um, a bright light went around him and then Jesus spoke to him. Yeah. So Jesus was this light, right? And it stopped him in his track and he heard a voice and he's saying, why are you persecuting me? How do you think Saul felt at that moment? Um, I think he might have felt frightened, but it says he fell to the ground, so it must have also been sore. 
Sorry, because he fell to the ground. Yes, uh, he could have got some bruises from falling to the ground. Uh, yeah, he uh, he was probably very frightened. It was such a bright light, and the people around him. What did they see? Did they see someone standing there? Mm-hmm. No, but they did hear the words also. Right? It says yes. they could hear, but they could not see. Um, so it wasn't just Saul, but uh, Saul was the one when he got up. What happened to him when the light was gone? Um, he was blind. Yeah, he was blind. And he didn't eat or drink for three days. And he was mm-hmm. in the dark for three days. Like, who else was maybe in the dark for three days and didn't eat or drink? Um, I don't know. There's a few people. So let's maybe talk about Jesus. When he, How long was he dead for? Three days. Yeah, and he was like in the dark and he didn't eat or drink for three days. He was kind of like he was dead for three days. What about Jonah? How long was he in the um, whale? Three days. Three days. And do you think he ate and drank for those three days? I don't think he would have enjoyed saliva. I don't think so. I don't think he ate or drank for those three days either. Um, And I think there's some other times when three days is a very important number in the Bible. It comes up more than once. So for Saul to be in the dark and not eating and drinking for three days is kind of important to to remember. And shall we continue reading? All right. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. Here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the streets. Go to the street called Straight. The Lord said to him, To the house of Judas and ask for a man from Tarshish named Saul. Since he is praying there, In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and he has authority here from the chief priests to arrest all who call on his name, who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is the chosen instrument to take my name to the Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hand on him and said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once, something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. After taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. 
Immediately, he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogue. He is the Son of God. All who heard him were astounded and said, Isn't this the man in Jerusalem who is causing havoc for those who call on this name and came here for the purpose of taking them as prisoners to the chief priests? But Saul grew stronger and kept confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had passed, the Jews conspired to kill him. But Saul learned of their plot, so they were, watch- so they were watching the gates day and night, intending to kill him. But his disciples took him by night and lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the wall. All right, let's just stop there right now. I feel like it's really weird how his scales in his eyes. How did he manage to get there? It's one of those mysteries to me. I don't know what they were, but his eyes were open. It says that his eyes were open, but he just couldn't see through them. So it's almost like there was something glazed over his eyes. Um, and then when they were removed, they fell off like scales. I don't know. It sounds kind of gross, doesn't it? To me, it's interesting because I actually enjoy reading about the human organs. <laughs> they are interesting. I think it must have been something like a snake because snakes have something like cells over their eyes. Or like a, like maybe like a second eyelid, like the snakes have, right? Or like frogs have those, yeah. you know, it's like an eyelid, kind of like a clear film over so, their eyes. So what I think it might have been was he just... Um, Jesus just gave him an, like a see through another eyelid, and then and when that happened, they hardened and fell off. Yeah, Could, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been see through eyelid, but but maybe it was just something that just coated over his eyes because he couldn't see. Right? I, mean, I think people saw yeah. his eyes. Maybe it was just a cloudy, like a cloudiness over his eyes, and that hardened and fell off when it was time. I mean, that's the amazing thing about miracles and things that Jesus does is that we don't always have the answers for them, but we believe that it happened um, and it finds it really neat. And also shows um, that he was in the dark and he didn't know who Jesus was, but when the scales fell off and he could see again, he understood about Jesus, right? And he was willing to go out and he says that he immediately went out and started preaching about Jesus. So it shows that he was in the dark when he didn't believe who Jesus was, but as soon as he actually did believe who Jesus was and the scales fell off, he went out and proclaimed and taught about Jesus. Remember, he didn't eat or drink for three days. Was the very first thing he did was get some food in him? Yeah, to regain his strength so he could actually preach. Yeah, that was the second thing that he did. Do you know what the very first thing that he did was? Eat. Second. He went out and got baptized baptized you got baptized yeah that was the very first thing he saw it was so important to get baptized he did that before he got food and drink in him because he uh, that was part of his in the dark when he was in the dark for three days um and he says he prayed a lot and he realized that getting baptized was very important 
And then he got some food nourishment to get his strength back. And as soon as he had his strength back, he started preaching. Yeah. I love it. But what happened? Did everybody like him? They were confused. I would be confused. Would you be confused? I'd be uh, confused of this man who wanted to put me in jail, and now he's preaching to me about Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little confusing. And so now the people that he was going to go persecute, they want to come persecute him. So how does Uh, he escape? He gets into a basket and jumps out the wall. Yeah. Do you have a basket in your house big enough to fit a grown man like your dad? Is it a big enough basket? No. I've got a basket that will fit my mom but not my dad. I don't have a big enough basket. They must have a really big basket to put somebody in and then lower them out through the wall at nighttime so he could escape. And is that the end of his story? He just escapes and goes on? Well, we're not done. That's right. We're not done. Shall we continue? Yes. All right. So he escapes from the basket and he goes to Jerusalem. So when he arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples But they were all afraid of him, since they did not believe he was a disciple. Barnabas, however, took him and brought him to the apostles and explained to them how Saul had seen the Lord on the road and that the Lord had taken him and how in Damascus he had spoken boldly the name of Jesus. Saul was coming and going with them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He conversed and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the brothers found out, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarshish. So the church throughout all Judah, Galilee, and Samira, Samaria had peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord. And encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Thank you for reading all that with me. So we get a little bit more about Saul and his, um, what we call his ministry going on. And he goes to Jerusalem. That's where he started. And do the people in Jerusalem like him? Do they want him there? Well, when he starts preaching, no. (laughs) That's right. When he starts preaching, no, they don't. And so he has to run away again. This is his life from here on out is that he goes someplace and he starts preaching about Jesus and then he has to leave again. Well, like he runs away. Or Yeah, he's moving on. Sometimes he's moving on. He's running away. Uh, he's scared for his life because he realizes that his life is important. Why is his life so important? Um, because he only gets one of them. Yes, life is important because he only gets one of them. This is what Jesus says to Ananias. He says that this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to the Gentiles, kings, and the Israelites. Um, because he needs to take it to the Gentiles. He needs to take it to the Gentiles. And he realized that that is his job is to take Jesus to the Gentiles because Jesus was 
he was new at that time, people hearing about him. I mean, Jesus had just died and it's not, people didn't have the Bible. Like we have the Bible nowadays. Um, and so people had to go out and preach the word, which we still do today, but that was his job. Did he have an easy life? No, he did not have an easy life at all. So there's another character in this story. And I know you wrote, you told me about this character who showed some great faith, Ananias. Can you tell me why you like Ananias? Um, the reason I think Ananias showed faith in this story is because he actually had the bravery to go out to Saul. He did. I don't think I could do that, right? Because he knew that Saul wanted to take him and the other disciples to jail, right? Or like to death. Or to death, yeah. But he went anyways. How do you think he had the courage to go? Um, Because he knew that the Lord was protecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could have done what he did? No. Is there a time in your life when you've had to have faith? Yes. Right now. Can you tell me about that time? (laughs) How is your lockdown for you? Like, are you allowed to leave your house or are you stuck in your house? Only when I go to school, but that's the frightening part because we all have the rest of getting corona. Yeah. So you just go to school and then you're home? Yes, but I stay at school from 8 o'clock in the morning to 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do you have to wear a mask when you go to school? Whole day, every day. Is that hard to do? No. No. Because when we're sitting at our desk, we can pull it under our nose. Ah, that's not so bad then. It's very different, isn't it? Yeah. So having faith during this time is really important because we are want to be taken care of, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's lots of prayers about going off to school and being making sure we're taken care of and doing the right thing at school, right? Mm. During mm. this time. Yes. Great. So, um, Zante, do you have questions about the story that you'd like to ask? This is yes. when you get to be a teacher. Go ask the questions. Yes. I know the answers, but I'm just going to leave you guys to find out. What blinded Saul? And why was Saul on his way to Damascus? Yeah, we'll let them figure it out, right? Yes. Hopefully, if they were listening to what we read, they can answer the questions. Yes. Yes. All right. And before we say goodbye, uh, I think you've got a joke for us. Why did the lava cross the road? I wanted to go with the flow. <laughs> That's a good joke. All right. Thank you so much for reading to me, with me today. I hope you had fun. Mm. It was very nice to meet you, Zante. Mm. And maybe one day we'll get to meet in person if COVID goes away. <laughs> I hope this podcast planted a little seed of faith in you today. If you would like to read with me, go to wcfoundation.org. Click on the little seeds of faith icon, scroll down, and there you'll find a spot that says apply here. Did you know that some of our outreach programs help those in financial, medical, and emotional crisis? Bad things happen in the lives of many. 
we believe in helping those who have stumbled. This includes assisting on the cost of emergency medical procedures, help to those who have lost employment or those facing a sudden challenge due to emotional difficulties. If you would like to donate, please visit wcfoundation.org and look for the link, Invest in Faith.